Hi guys, well from beautiful solitude in Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, we, uh, you know what, a few weeks ago on the show we talked about Lent and giving things (laughs) up and how that might be good for us. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Here's the thing. Apparently... The Lord wasn't getting enough play with the whole Lent thing and decided to like, all right, fine. Everybody's giving up a lot. (laughs) You're all on Lent. You're all on Lent until further notice, bitches. Oh, my God. This coronavirus has us Lenting, everybody. Uh, So we're going to talk about what we what we've given up for Lent against our will <laughs> and uh and what that might mean oh god that's really sick okay. oh my god fuck this <laughs> this is yeah, a, no and kidding. again uh listeners we're recording frank and i are in the same city but different, different worlds different bunkers yeah um, so yeah all right well dan yeah um i have a story coming out of sacramento california sacto um sacramento county to be precise um where uh health officials have (laughs) linked uh roughly one third of coronavirus cases to church gatherings (laughs) what yes i'm so totally shocked Or not, maybe. Or not, because um, I've got some stories coming up. But yes, go on, please. <laughs> I mean, there's not too much more than that. They, um, how did they do um, this? How did they do it? Because they've been tracing stuff back. Um, oh, okay. They're, uh, you know, they're just like you know, most of of the country at this point. Um, they are under sort of a general lockdown situation. Right. A, a, safer at home or whatever type of order um and you know california so there's a statement from uh in in a in a press release it says uh sacramento county is urging and not just because the public health order calls for it all residents from all faiths and all backgrounds to stay home lives in our communities depend on it um it's it's disgusting that this has to be said um the churches for whatever reason uh, think they're essential um and uh and and here's the thing if you're a person of faith okay fine your faith is essential to you right right um if that's how if that's what your worldview is that doesn't mean that you have to like 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 these fucking pastors who think they're just like the centers of the universe, right? Oh my god! And they're, they're like, it. like if somebody skips church once, the, the what their soul is doomed forever or whatnot. Just to put this into in, into a little bit of perspective, even Mike <laughs> Pence, Vice President Pence, right? Right. We Mister, all know. I, Mister won't go into the same room with a woman because. Yeah. He's because he's terrified of Jesus. Yes. Okay. And also because he's gay, but whatever. <laughs> this guy. He says that uh the churches should limit gatherings to ten people. Yeah. Right. Like like this this is a blanket rule. And there is absolutely no reason that as a person of faith, you don't you that you have to somehow find yourself disconnected 
from whatever deity you feel like you have a connection with, right? No. Just just modify how you're doing it. Guess what? That fictional <laughs> like fictional god will understand. I promise you. Right. Right. Well, so, you sent the goddamn virus. Why would he be mad at you for avoiding it? Because it's a test, Dan. It is it's a, a test. test of your faith. No. Are you going to show up or not, Dan? It's an intelligence when test. Tough, when things when times get <laughs> tough, Dan, are you gonna are you gonna be a quitter? Or are you going to be a man of faith, Dan? And are you going to keep going to church? I mean, that's what, that's, that's it. Yeah. Right? Oh, I know. It's fucking as, as ridiculous. A, as a it's matter of fact. crazy. One I'm gonna, third. Oh, my God. Uh, that's great. I mean, that's, uh, it's exactly what we would have expected. Uh, mm. And I'm going to ha let that be the um, transition point to my story, okay. which is actually a collection of stories. I'm, I, 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 we don't have time on this show <laughs> <laughs> to do all of the stories about idiot religious people gathering together. Mm. I saw a thing on Facebook just today. I'm actually not being on Facebook, but I ever I have to go and check in on like, you know, little things, the members only lounge, that sort of thing. I don't check in much, but mm -hmm. right now I'm not doing the Facebook thing like yeah. I used to. Really? But it, but I happened to see one thing that was it was a in not in Utah, but in Provo, which is sort of like That's in Utah. Oh, I meant not in Salt Lake. Oh, I, okay. I yeah, it is in Utah. Provo is definitely in Utah. In Utah County, which is the worst hu human pile the of garbage of you counties. can imagine. Worst of all the counties. Uh, and they, it was a group of people sitting together under these tents, just <laughs> showing that they still have their freedom and defying these overreaching <clears throat> law governor governors and whatever. And it was just like. Yeah, they you set up. know what this is for, right? It's not yeah. about controlling you. It's about saving people's lives, but there you go. Uh, so I'm going to take us to a few places. First of all, Texas, where Robert, where Pastor Robert Jeffers, uh, who is a dickhead, he's, he's, he's sort of <laughs> in the inner sanctum with uh, Donald Trump mm -hmm. and just one of the worst guys ever. Uh, so he... A couple weeks ago said quote I know some people are saying well the NBA is canceling games why don't you cancel church services what we do is more important than what the NBA is doing okay right uh, he goes on to say that worship is essential that that was a couple weeks ago when we all knew that like this shouldn't be, be what he's saying well right. now he's singing a different tune and saying quote there are a few fanatical nut jobs among evangelicals right now who are doing stupid things like holding mass church services and promising they will heal anybody who has coronavirus. Yeah, dude. That's like exactly your line two weeks ago. Yeah. Anyway, that was, so that was one thing. But the one <sighs> I really wanted to get to is a Florida pastor. Uh, it has to be Florida, right? It had to be. <laughs> Uh, named Rodney Howard Brown, uh, pastor of the River at Tampa Bay Church, uh, who... I've heard of this church before. I've talked about this church before. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Yep. Uh, he uh, was absolutely adamant that everybody gets to go to church, no matter what. <laughs> so even though uh, there was a, uh, a, an order in place the saying that people couldn't gather in groups of more than probably 10 or whatever it was, right. he 
was going to keep his church open. And he did. Oh, and the idiots, of course, showed up. Like, between 400 and 500 people came to church. Oh, my God. Uh, and he was arrested. And that Good. is what's great. He was out. He was arrested. He was booked and charged uh, with, uh, what was it? Yeah, I don't know. It was a Terrorism. couple things. Right. This is also a guy. He also basically, he also said that uh, faith, if you have enough faith, uh, your toilet paper will multiply <laughs> and your food will multiply. I mean, that is biblical. Right? He's, he's not like just making that shit up, right? He no, didn't he's... come up with that. That. That sounds like the Bible I remember. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, here's what it was. He was charged with unlawful assembly and violation of public health emergency rules. And then here's another here's another kicker because it's rare enough. It I mean, it is absolutely unheard of for a a person of a faith leader in this stupid country to get in trouble for basically anything. Right. Uh, but not only was he arrested, then their moron governor down there in Florida decided that church services, religious services, uh, were essential activities. So the uh, he modified the order so that those are uh, those are counted as essential activities, and and you can't be arrested anymore. So then people ask the sheriff's office, well, so is is he out of, is Brown out of trouble? Howard Brown, that's his last name. Mm. Is he out of trouble? And they were like, nope. He did it before that happened. This was not a retroactive order. He's still under or he he's he's still been arrested and charged. Nice. Good. So, there you go. Boy. Some there are some people who are actually facing a tiny bit of uh of, of trouble there's a yeah i got a report of a guy in louisiana it i mean it's not like louisiana is an insane hotbed of this deadly disease right or anything it's not like it's one of the hot spots in the country <laughs> or anything right. but yeah he uh is determined that he's going to keep all of his churches open and he and so he has he's been bussing God. people into his church if it wasn't name so is, irresponsible for the larger sort of community that surrounds them, yeah, I would just be like, I would, I would gleefully let them get each other all sick, but that's not a good thing. But yeah, I, yeah, it's not about them. It's yeah. about everyone around yeah, them. Exactly. It's about them spreading it, and it's about this cavalier attitude, yeah, which can also be contagious, right? It, if you have this attitude that like ah. Uh, you know what? I went to church and it didn't affect me none, so it's probably just bullshit. And then right. every, and then you say that to enough people and they stop like keeping themselves at home and then you've got and then it, things get worse. Yeah. And the curve remains unflat. Yeah, I know, but I really do want these scoff laws to get sick. Yeah. I just do. I think it would be it's just it's the uh just you know it's justice right yeah, it's karma extent. it's instant karma right it is. like you want yeah. instant karma you want you want immediate that, results but 
it's just but except that that's not how karma actually works the way karma actually works is it doesn't work at all and what happens is that a bunch of scofflaw idiots get together <laughs> and then somebody nice who's been working really hard to be careful Right. happens to pass one of them when they have to go back to the grocery store right. and then they've got it and they're the ones who die right absolutely there's no such thing as karma it's bullshit that's the takeaway for the, for this week's show good night everybody okay that's not true um <laughs> coming up now yeah uh, you got more stories we got more so, stories I'm, so dan yeah. um you know sometimes uh you know, in in a in a moment such as such as this, um, uh, people like to take advantage of the moment, right? Yes. And uh, so this is the story of three states that um, we're trying to, and I believe there are more that have tried this, but it's specifically about Alabama, Ohio, and Texas um, that um, issued orders that would have limited abortion access due to uh, coronavirus yes. right and it was all couched in this whole thing about like how these are it's non-essential and one of the more s disgusting quotes i read today was talking about how you know well advocates f for abortion they call it a choice we're not we're not the ones calling it a choice right <laughs> it's like fuck you quit trying to be s no no i right. don't like that uh, well, I mean, it is a choice in the same way that, like, taking care of other parts of your health is a choice. Like, right. I make but the that's choice. Not what they're saying. They're, they're saying. I know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so these uh, these three states um, were trying this, um, and uh, very quickly um, went before some federal judges um, in in three different federal judges in three different you know jurisdictions um and uh each federal judge um has um said that these uh it has blocked these orders um uh, so uh, this is about alabama because alabama law this is uh let me see federal judge myron thompson because uh -huh. alabama law imposes time limits on when women can obtain ab abortions the March 17, or I'm sorry, March 27 order is likely to fully prevent some women from exercising their right to obtain an abortion. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. You 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 saw that uh, situation correctly. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see. The, uh, Federal Judge Michael Barrett um, of the Southern District of Ohio. Um, he says uh, that the Ohio Department of Health's order halting non-essential procedures likely places an undue burden on a woman's right to choose a pre-viability abortion and thus violates her right to privacy, guaranteed by the 14th Amendment. Mm -hmm. um, he said that its enforcement uh, would per se inflict irreparable harm. And the judge down in Texas says that the attorney general's interpretation uh, of the executive order prevents Texas women uh, from exercising what the Supreme Court has declared is their fundamental constitutional right to terminate a pregnancy before a fetus is viable. Um, and so wow. they, they saw through these orders uh, and what, you know, um, these people were trying to do. And the so bullshit I, justifications yeah. for them and stuff. Yeah, just, uh, you know, this opportunistic, you know, just like 
you know, disgusting attempt to use a moment of crisis, right? Yeah. To, uh, as just another assault on women's rights. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the end of these sorts of things, but it's good to see three judges all just concurrently. No, no, that's stupid. You can't do that. That is good to see. And yeah. a little bit shocking, to be perfectly honest. It yeah, almost, it, at this point, that feels uh, surprising. Uh, at least one of these I remember from the article was uh, George W. Bush appointee when he was uh, uh, All right. president, I guess. Um, and, well, that's good. Uh, I mean, so, it's a signal maybe to yeah. to uh, to these people, Project Blitz assholes, that maybe their plan won't work. Yeah, I hope. I'm not sure. It won't make. They're not going to stop. But no. But there you go. <sighs> yeah, I do. I like. I keep thinking about the fact that like evangelical Christians, who are by far the in this country the biggest proponents of trying to to get rid of abortion rights mm -hmm. because they think it's murder. They only had that opinion starting in the eighties. Right. Like for decades and decades, hundreds of years, they didn't care. It wasn't on their radar as an issue that they cared about. And then some politicians got them to care about it so that they could get reelected. And now it's, now they think, you know, if you ask them, they think it's been that way for forever. Yeah, it's it's not like the bio. The, ugh, I it's so it's infuriating. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I am going to move on. Uh, in New York City, in Central Park, there is okay. now a, uh, a a field hospital that has been set up. Which wow. we're a war zone now. Apparently, yeah. that's what we are. Um, in, over in the famed East Meadow area of New York, um, and I think that's great. But it was set up by a group called Samaritan's Purse. Now, before you uh, say anything, yes, that is my nickname for my testicles. But it's also a group, uh, a, a Christian group run by none other than Mr. Franklin Graham. So, oh, oh. it's great that they're setting up some extra hospital beds, some extra help. I think, you know, New York certainly needs the help, and I'm glad that, that they're getting it. Here's the problem, and this is what a lot of people, including uh, New York City Council Speaker Corey Johnson and many others have said. Uh, the problem is that Samaritan's Purse, as an organization, requires all of their uh, their workers, including their medical workers, all their doctors, their nurses, and everything, to sign an 11-point statement of faith, which uh, says, among other things, that they believe that marriage is exclusively the union uh, of one genetic male and one genetic female. Oh, God. So, the LGBT community is very rightly wondering aloud, hey, are they actually going to help us? Because yeah, fair question. It's a fair fucking question. Now, of course, this sparked outrage in Mr. Uh, Graham, who couldn't believe 
that anyone would even ask the question and said, we provide our services to everyone, regardless of race, race, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation. We don't discriminate, period. No, except that you do. Yeah, except that the whole reason we're bringing it up is because you very clearly do. <laughs> now, he's making a distinction between, like, we don't dis we discriminate only for people we hire, not for people we treat. <laughs> but you know, it's a little hazy. That's a bit hazy of a question. When you discriminate uh, against one, I think well, it's I'm, reasonable for us to question. And, and, and uh, you know, to be honest, like, and if that's sort of your, po your hiring policy, how is that going to trickle down to the patients as far as, like, even, okay, so you do take care of, you know, gay people or, you know, trans people or whatever, uh, you know, wh whoever comes in because you don't discriminate, right? Right. But really, you've just hired an entire workforce that agrees with that statement. Like, they're really yeah. going to treat these people well? They might, yeah, you've got like, treat their symptoms, but they're going to also walk around judging them and trying to convert them from their sinful ways. Like, yeah, come on. You've, you've hired you, you, a you've... staff of bigots. Yeah. And I'm supposed to believe that they're going to work just as hard to save a drag, a flamboyant drag queen as they are to save some church going whatever. I don't think I have that much confidence. Yeah. Now, now that's an interesting thing. How, you know, the, God forbid there's a situation where they have to make one of these ethical decisions of like, right. who save, who, who gets the life saving treatment or not. Right. Yeah. You've got, if you've got an old woman who's, you know, in her, in her nineties or in her eighties, who happens to be wearing a cross around her neck, are you keeping her on the ventilator or are you giving it to the young gay person or the young trans person? Right. You know, it's like one of those things where these ethical questions are not easy ever. And when it comes down to like who, you know, one person's going to get to live and one person is definitely going to die. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's, that's the hardest thing that a, a medical professional has to face and God bless them all for even taking it on. Yeah. But yeah, I don't trust these people to do that. Gross. Franklin Graham, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to. He's got a pool boy for that. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a decision, probably a good one, right? Oh, um, good decision. That's I nice. Know, I know. Coming out of Saudi Arabia. Uh oh, not, not exactly a source of good decisions. Um, <laughs> it's, typically, it tends not to be a flowing font of the best decision making. <laughs> no. Uh, the uh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, right? Yes. Um, they have uh, they've taken the extraordinary decision uh to close off uh and we've heard about this the the holy cities of mecca and medina right right um this this is a that, that was a big deal they did that back in february um mm -hmm. apparently this hasn't uh been done uh since the 1918 uh spanish flu right epidemic right um and so big deal big deal well now they're saying um to uh anybody that that's planning on doing hajj which is pilgrimage to to right. to mecca um they're saying stay home don't come wow um that's uh they're, essentially they're telling 1 million um more than a million uh muslims 
who would be coming to delay their plans this year um and uh and that's that that's nuts yeah because that mean, was meant to be in uh in like july right like this I, year i i was kind of scouring this article for when and uh it doesn't really say it just sort of okay assumes i just googled the... it's july 28th through august 2nd so that yeah, yeah i mean it's the right thing to do. It's probably far enough away that they could have like said we'll play it by ear, but it's good for that they're Yeah, that's a that's really great. That I mean essentially that. I guess that is kind of what they're doing. They're saying don't book anything yet. Right. Oh, interesting. Um they're 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 saying that um yeah, don't don't come. Don't plan on coming. Um but if everything clears up, then yeah, okay, you can come. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, you know, I, once again, the takeaway is always the same. We've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, but it's just like your faith is meaningful until real things happen. And then it's like, yeah, except mm. for these dipshits in the South with their churches, right? Hey, they're the ones that re that truly believe and, <laughs> and, and God bless them. And we'll see them in the next life because they'll get there before we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about now the churches that aren't meeting anymore. Oh. Uh, are, at least not kudos? in person. Are we sending out kudos? Well, <laughs> maybe more condolences. Uh, uh -oh. Here's the thing. Not all churches have been set up for uh, online church, but they want to do it. You know okay. what I mean? Like now's the time. Now they're they're trying to be responsible. They're trying to say, "Don't come to church. Uh, we'll come to you." Yeah, uh, and we'll do it because this is the information age. We got the internet now, baby. We can do whatever we got to do. Yeah. we got high, you know, speeds that that can deliver a high, uh, good good video conferencing for all. Yeah, just download so they're an doing app. like they're doing Zoom. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. many of them are doing are are, are out there doing Zoom. Here's the problem with Zoom. If you say, "Hey, everybody at our church, uh, we're gonna we're not doing church. Don't come to church, but we're gonna do it on Zoom. Everybody can show up. We'll all be able to see each other's faces." Well, there are people who are not good actors in the world. There are. There's a whole lot of people with computers and lots of time on their hands, and they've been Zoom bombing. The uh, the church services. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it means that not everybody is savvy about how they set up a Zoom conference, and so oh, no. like file sharing can be a thing, and uh, <laughs> and so people are sending around horrible messages or like dirty you know, pictures. If, are they like if everybody's face is allowed to be on there? Maybe it's not somebody's face that's suddenly in front of a camera. <laughs> Apparently, church <laughs> services have been uh, you, because you get to be anonymous. So, like, yeah, oh, no. people's genitals are showing up, and uh, uh, apparently, a synagogue was crashed by Nazis. That's oh, shit is that's no. shitty. That's not that's not funny. Yeah, that's not funny at all. But like, a the lot genitals of were funny, but yeah. that's not funny. Apparently, one live streamed uh, church service was hacked and replaced with porn. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. I want to be clear. I am saying don't do this. No, don't do it. To our don't listeners. Do no, that's, do, that's do not, not do not, this. It's not nice. It's, not it's nice. Uh, it might be trolling. funny. It might be funny, but it's not nice. 
online trolling in general, unless you're clever and not mean, uh, it's not it's it's yeah. never funny and it's never cool and it's stupid uh, and whatever. And most of it is really stupid. Most of it's hateful and yeah. bad. Yeah. Every now and then some of it's clever. Right. <laughs> but uh but yeah, don't do this, but Oh, the churches are having to learn the tech so fast because uh, because that's the world we live in. What if you'd like just like got into one of these things and like, you know, you're there, your face is there and everything. And then like, you know, you just like got, um, I don't know, like, like translated, like, like right in that moment, right? Like you got, you got raptured, right? Right on camera. Oh my God. That'd be so amazing. <laughs> Could you, oh, somebody should set it up so that they literally like have 30 or 40 people who are all in a Zoom church and then one by one they just, people just start just get zipping up, they get raptured and then everybody else is left to go, wait, 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 wait. I'm still here, <laughs> take me Lord Jesus, take me, oh, Okay, do that one. If you have the capacity, we don't do the other stuff, but if you have the ability, if you have the tech savvy and the know-how and a bunch of good friends who will be willing to do it, set it up, hack in, do whatever you got to do. Make it good, though. It's got to be good, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, got to yeah. be recorded, and then everything will be good in the world. Speaking of Zoom, oh, uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to jump something in here. Oh, uh, you and I have been trying to. We've been brainstorming, yeah, about ways to connect with our listeners while yeah. this whole shit is happening. Yeah, and I was thinking that we should do something like a Zoom meetup. Let's do it. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Everybody who wants to be part of the Zoom meetup, because I I don't I want to learn a lesson from these churches and not right. just open it up to everybody and not right. just like say out a name on or, or a, an address on the air. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be a part of a Zoom meetup with us and, and just we'll all just sort of vent our feelings and talk about things and stuff, just shoot shit. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be great. Uh, send us an email, which is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Maybe put Zoom in the in the subject line so that's right zoom out. in the subject yeah. line send us an email and uh and we will get something together in the next week yeah and send send it out to you guys and we'll uh hopefully we can all just sort of be and we'll try and be in the same spot at the same time but we'll also record it and throw it on our yeah. youtube page or whatever yeah that's uh, a lovely idea i think i think we should do that uh so we're gonna do it and you guys uh it's on you to uh, get yourself on the list though yeah absolutely okay cool so uh well, yeah, we'll we'll try and say it again later in the show, or just to remind people. But maybe pause the show right now if you want to, and send us that email. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of which, if you want to send us an email about anything else, uh, we'll just just say it one more time. It's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist and click that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in. Also, you know, find us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Uh, I've been posting about my uh, Chia Sophia head, so, you know, it's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. You can check that out. You don't want to miss it.
So, Dan. Yes. Um, coronavirus, obviously, it's all coronavirus all the time right now. Um, and uh, it's really also, uh, seems to be the case also for religious types. That's all oh. they can talk about, right? Um, well, because it's either the end their... times or it's the, it's the, uh, it's, it's what they're fighting. I, I, yeah, it's got, they, it's, it's great fodder for them. Everybody's yeah. terrified. That's what they yeah. love. Oh, it's, it's the, best the best thing. And you know, that, that comet that's coming in like a couple of weeks, which is for real. <laughs> right. Did you hear about this? Yeah. I the, read something about it. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I'm just waiting for that to be spun into all of this as an end time sign right um but anyway well uh kurt landry dan do we yeah. know that do we know this name is you he know been, it's not one that i've seen uh recently before okay. uh so i and i don't recognize the guy but we got we got some good faith leaders out there there's plenty it's it's an unending well well he has a he has a this guy's got a warning for us all dan he does. So let's just, let's, let's hear what his warning is all about. I'm telling you right now, do not pray. Do not hope. Do not think, oh, praise God, they're going to have a vaccine. That vaccine is from the pit of hell. Okay. Do not pray for those vaccines and do not take the vaccine. These vaccines are coming. They're not going to be good. They're not good for you physically and spiritually. They're a setup for what shall come later. This is the first step. This is not the mark of the beast. This is not the ID chip, but what will happen with this, and this is the order I believe it will happen in, is they're gonna bring this next vaccine and they're gonna mark, not in the, in the hand and the forehead, but on a, they're gonna have a computer record of everybody who does take the vaccine, but more importantly, they're going to take the ones that do not. And basically the ones that won't take the vaccine will be the Jews and the Christians, because we have religious issues to not take it. And so what a way to kind of gather those names up and gather those people up. And so then when it does come time for the mark of beast to trade and sell, those that in order to get the mark of the beast, what will happen is in order to, for them to put the chip in, you're going to have to have proof and verification, verification that you've had these vaccines. And then if you won't take the vaccines, then you don't get the mark. You can kind of figure out where that goes. All this is premature. I'm not trying to scare you, but I have to tell you right now, this is where it's going. Oh, good. Well, you know, as Uncle Mark on the How To Heretic likes to say, all it makes is sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's God. The... Man, he, that is some strong thinking right there. Uh, I just like I'm the just idea terrified that... for, the, for the fact that people might be listening to this guy. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where they are trying to thin their own herd and I don't know why. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like literally they're trying to get themselves killed and I, for the life of me, I can't figure out what their, what the end game is on that. Right. And you know, like, it's a horrible thing to say if 
if they do cause problems for their own community okay fine it's the collateral damage yeah it's the it's how it's isn't gonna just affect these ding-dongs that's the problem oh makes me crazy yeah any vaccine makes me nuts <laughs> and then mark yeah. of the beast crap like come on man oh like, that that stuff i love i mean they're referencing have you ever read revelation the book in the bible no no i have to say i haven't I at least not highly, since high school highly recommend it yeah it like you cannot read that book i don't know how anybody can read that book and think oh this was written by a sane person about real things <laughs> because it's not uh, it was very clearly written by a crazy man in a cave somewhere in like on a grecian island and he was nutballs and he wrote a bunch of stuff, and people have been trying to interpret it ever since. But it's not interpretable. <laughs> it's just yeah, it, like you know, it, it's it's literal gobbledygook. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we had some folks contact us. Um, we did. Uh, our friend Claire wrote to us. She said. Hey, uh, regarding the let the elderly die so the economy can get going again, consider this. I know three people under the age of 50, ages 19, 45, and 49, who have the virus. One of them, a mother of two, is fighting for her life in a medically induced coma on oh a God. respirator in the ICU. Five family members of the three sick people are in quarantine. The rate, the range, they range in age from 18 to 52. All of them have many decades of productive working lives to live. I'm pretty sure that would affect the economy. Yeah. So, yeah, so much for letting elderly people die so we can all get back to work. Yeah. Because other people besides the elderly can get the virus. So true. Absolutely. And, oh, my God. And can die. I, yeah. I had a friend uh, who, who had a, a, a good friend of theirs die recently in their 40s uh someone who was in other otherwise great health oh jesus it's uh it's not a good virus you guys this is a legit serious thing so stay the fuck at home yeah oh my god oh, i mean well, if, yeah. if there's anything we can say it's just uh, it's kind of the editorial policy of this podcast that you shouldn't do whatever it is the idiot evangelicals are doing so <laughs> stay home there you go. Uh, we had a voicemail, too, did we not? We do have a voicemail, Dan. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Jonathan calling from Arizona. I'm calling because I couldn't help but notice you bring up the Romanian Orthodox Church and the practice of taking communion off of a spoon. I just wanted to point out that this is common practice um, throughout the Orthodox Christian world, so you can count on every Sunday liturgy, there being literally 100 million believers across the world uh, getting their slimy lips all over that one single spoon in each parish. That's pretty common. Um, and as far as that little lump of funky stuff on the spoon, that's actually leavened bread that they just kind of dunk in the wine there in the cup and scoop it out. Anyway, um, and as far as I can tell, there are a lot of churches probably still doing this this very day, the last Sunday in March. So isn't that wonderful? And you know why? It's because, and 
This is a literal quote from an email that I received from our local bishop saying that uh, Jesus Christ is not a transmitter of disease. Isn't that nice? Uh, so I guess we'll be putting that to the test with this virus. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I love your show. And be well. Be safe. Bye. Holy shit! <laughs> They're serving soggy wine bread on a spoon? Yeah. That's, that is literally, you guys have come up with the worst Eucharist. Congratulations. <laughs> you got the prize. That is the worst is it like of a, all possible Eucharists. <laughs> so it's a two-for-one combo? Like you get both at once? You don't do like yeah, a... They, you get a soggy wine bread. Ugh. The, <laughs> that's so gross, you guys. <laughs> but... If the, if that doesn't gross you out, then then don't worry. The delivery method will. Oh God! Just, Why? Why? Oh, and the uh. line Jesus doesn't transmit disease. Does that mean that they believe in transubstantiation? They must. They must. They must. You're, you're drinking soggy Jesus bread. That's so gross. It's bloody. Everything about bloody it. Bloody Jesus flesh. That's what it is. <laughs> bloody. Jesus Flesh yeah. was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> we, it, was a, it was a death metal sort of thing. Yeah, Bloody Jesus Flesh. Right. We, right. we didn't last very long, but we had some good we had some good cuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we have some people to thank, and I'm going to go first uh, because Taru Taru. I'm going to say Taru. I think okay. it's Finnish, and I think that the rule in Finland is that you put the emphasis on the first syllable. So I'm going to say. Taru, you can okay. write into us, Taru, if I'm wrong. Uh, Sent us a, a, a one-time donation. Thank you so much. That's really sweet. Uh, she had a sweet little message to go with it. We really appreciate that. And over on Patreon, uh, we have some some new supporters. Dan, uh, we have a new, a new faithful listener, Blaine. Thank you Blaine. very much. We have a new Woo. beatified listener, what? Kathy. Oh. And we have a new saint, St. Jim. Can wow. you believe it? Thank you, guys. Yeah, you guys are great. Uh, this is one of those times, as we've said before, where uh, we expect, and it, it is coming to fruition, that we are going to lose a lot of patrons because yeah. Uh, yeah, we've people... Seen, we've seen the total number go down. Yeah, people's incomes are going away, and yep. uh, I get it, and that's totally fine. Yep. Uh, we are not, we're, we're certainly not uh, mad about it no. at all. But Dan, uh, there's, but for the, there's another thing here though, which is, uh, there are people who have adjusted their, their their support up, which right. um, which I I can't say enough how much that means to me personally, and I'm I'm sure yeah. to, to Dan as well, um, that um, just knowing that we have your support like that um, is is really meaningful. So thank you guys, those of you who've, who've thought to do that. Yeah, um, I mean, if you can afford it, it's uh it. it you know, it is nice to have a, a little bit of income. It, it supports what we do, and it keeps us sort of doing it. But it's also just, you're right, Frank. It is personally so gratifying and so, it, it I don't know, it, it's it's meaningful to us. It's a, it, it's a big yeah. deal. So we yeah. thank you so much for all to all of our supporters and to those of you who can't afford it thank you anyway for listening we sure we sure appreciate that yeah uh go and give us five stars on something so that you know you counteract the one star review that some uh 
Christian troll gave us. And <laughs> and that's enough. Yeah. And Dan, as always, we have our uh, our top donor to 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 thank. Um, yeah. Our Lord and Savior, Davis. Oh my gosh, Davis, you're amazing. Yeah. And uh, and we, we we're gonna make sure that. We got to do something nice for Davis. Yeah. We're going to throw Davis a party when yeah. when we can all see each other again. We'll, <laughs> and, we'll just... and, and Dan, we have a little bit of an offer that we're going to do. Uh, anybody who goes to thankgodimatheist.com and signs up. Oh, that's a, right. As, this as is a, a new... big deal. We should. I, I buried the lead. <laughs> as a new patron, Dan, um, <laughs> we're, we're going to send you uh, your very own, uh, in these time of need, or in this time of need, um, a Frank and Dan uh, roll of toilet paper. Um, it, it doesn't have our faces on it or no, anything. No, 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 no. It's we'll, just a legitimate, individually wrapped, sanitary <laughs> roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and we're going to send that to you. That's our way of saying thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, it doesn't matter the level of support. Just any new, 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 uh, new patron. Uh, yeah, just be sure that you put uh, a note when you when you sign up. You can send us a note. Just send us a note with your address and uh, and request the toilet paper, and you will get it. <laughs> It's a weird thing to do, but we're doing it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. While, while supplies last. Oh, we that's, actually have that's quite a, a lot, but yeah. while supplies last. <laughs> We've been hoarding it. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. We've got a whole warehouse full of it, so <laughs> don't worry about it. We're good. <laughs> no, we don't. But no, we don't. I happened, but we have a, I happened to come into a case of toilet paper, and I was like, yeah. what am I going to do with this? Well, thought I, we're going to give, we give, give it, it to you. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. Stick around. Dan. Oh, Frank. Um, we're living in, in, in a time of, of forced isolation. Yeah. Um, and uh, a moment where we're having to give up a lot of things that we yeah. normally do that we normally enjoy uh, it's crazy we like and it's very odd we, you and i a lot of people everybody's giving up a lot yeah you and i are giving up like you is it now you're not even supposed to be here oh uh oh oh i know what you're talking about um yeah we uh we had a trip planned to australia um yeah dave and i did um that we were gonna leave well um when the show actually is is being uh is, is dropping or whatever you want to say when it's being posted online that's that's about when uh we were gonna leave on saturday Ugh. um and uh and that has been completely uh canceled and we're fortunately the airline is it sounds like we're gonna get all of our money back for the tickets and um all of that and we're getting money back from the hotels and and whatnot but yeah total ma major bummer um we were going because dave um um worked in australia for like three years and has a lot of friends and we were gonna go visit them and yeah and it's a real big deal like real it is hard to plan a big trip like that yeah. and it is and it and it you know it's months of of preparation and yep. planning and all this stuff and then it's just gone just gone. I I have a couple of trips planned. Uh, we've already canceled the first one, which is to a, a nice little jaunt over to New Orleans. Oh. I was excited about that. Yeah, I haven't been there for a long time. Yeah, that's dead in the water. No, nope. I'm not going anywhere near that state. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then 
I got a big other trip to South America planned. That's probably dead too. I, you know, depending on the timeline, but I'm pretty sure it's gone. That was Andrea's whole family. That was like my entire in-laws. None of them ever get to go anywhere. Oh God. And they, you know, this was, they were, they've been saving their shekels for years oh, God. to do this thing. Yeah. And it's looking like we're probably not going to be able to go. Oh, what a bummer. So it's like, yeah, we're in a time where everybody's, we're, we're giving shit up and we're doing it because, you know, those of us who are responsible, not, you know, religious attending dickheads, <laughs> we want to, we want to save as many lives as we can. We want to make sure that this thing, I mean, Donald Trump just did, just made an announcement that, you know, like he, if we don't flat, he, I think his like good goal was only 250,000 deaths. Yeah the, yeah, the model that he's been looking at, um, it, there's a, a scenario on there where um, it could be as few as 100,000, and that's what he was originally saying, and I think you're right. I think he's now talking about a slightly higher number. The issue is that, for, like, what I've heard about it is that it, we're not doing everything that we need to do to even hit the number that he's talking about. Yeah. Um, we need more states to be on total lockdown. We need more people taking it totally seriously. And yeah. I, I don't know about you guys out there, but like I look around and I, I don't see, I, I see a lot of people taking it. Well, actually, you don't really see the people who are taking it seriously. Right. Um, that's the truth. <laughs> you, you only see the people who aren't taking it seriously. But um, I mean, the streets are empty. And, and so obviously there are, there's a lot of people taking it very seriously um and you go to the supermarket and i've started seeing masks and and whatnot and that's apparently the next big thing is we're going to be ordered to wear masks when we're in public so right and you know here's the thing uh it's inconvenient and madness inducing as we talked about last week and uh it's tricky and a lot of people's relationships are getting a little rocky because yeah. it this is not how we're used to living our lives mm-hmm. yeah but there, i i, I want to say and i i mentioned this to you as we were sort of prepping for this segment and you sounded very skeptical of this comment uh but i think that there's a way to do this uh mindfully because when we talked about the whole uh, the the giving things up for Lent uh, a couple a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. we were talking about there might be something positive in giving something up. Now we're being forced to give up a lot. We're being forced to give up our freedom. We're, we we can't go to a movie for Christ's sake. We can't go to we can't go out to the arts. You can't go to a museum. You can't go to the library and check out a book. There's a lot that we are giving up. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, you know, I think, I think we've all thought of this, but it is an opportunity. It is a, they're, they're, to just sort of check in with who are we without those things. Right. And who, you know, and, and can this be a time when new healthy habits are formed or when new hmm. uh, good ideas come to us, you know, I, I talked about, you know, I've tried painting and I've tried a few things. I think it's just an opportunity to to look at your life and sort of, you know, the Etch-A-Sketch has been shook. Uh, and, you know, once we 
get over the initial shock of it, which you and I were saying, mm -hmm. we, you know, initially we were about, we were both having a pretty rough time. Yeah. As we settle in, mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think we can look at it as a play. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Seems don't like know. it's a possibility. I think I've never really been able to draw anything with those little dials. Like, <laughs> like I've, I've always found that to be really, really quite difficult, Dan. That's an um, edge sketch joke, kids. <laughs> um, no, um, God, what do do I want to make something of the, of this whole moment? Um, I don't know. I don't think Dan. we need to put too much pressure on ourselves. You don't have to emerge I, a, a Dalai Lama type, but yeah, or or you know what, what's the whole thing Shakespeare wrote? Um, what did he write during the plague or something like oh, that? Oh, oh, God! Or that's uh, what they, uh, that's uh, how uh, the story goes, right? Yeah, was it, it was King something Lear about or something? King Lear, I think. Yeah. Um, so like i mean i i've had ideas of like well you know like maybe i maybe i could like you know get the camera out and you know practice a little bit and shoot some some stuff and yeah. and dave dave suggested that i i film the squirrels that run along on our on the fence behind <laughs> our, our our house and i was just like hmm. you should start a web webcam squirrel cam squirrel cam i mean to be honest there are so many in the yard next to us there um, you go it, you know but nonetheless like like just just do something just a, a, a i need to i do need to sort of apply myself onto some kind of uh hobby i think but, yeah. I mean, but, the, but the other side of this this whole thing is that like i am working from home right and while right well, when you were, I, I'm sure a lot of people have who are working from home have have discovered this this thing of where, um, uh, boy, I can use my time well, right? <laughs> like, huh? This job doesn't really take eight hours a day, huh? Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it takes eight hours a day because there are people around me who want to talk and need to talk and want it like, right. but actually it turns out maybe don't need to talk they could have just sent it to me in an email um, right. because that's how it's working right now and it's like things are running fine you know um, yeah, I wonder how many companies are just going to be like oh we didn't think this would be good um, we're all going to be at home working from home from now on that's just how we do this <laughs> well, now well, my boss asked me um, she's like so how do you like working from home and I'm and I'm like and I didn't want to be too like, oh my god, it's amazing, you know. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, like it's. Um, I find that I'm I'm pretty productive, and I'm trying to keep a nice routine, and and I, I like it. It's 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 fine. I just wish the world wasn't falling apart around me, you know. Right. Um. And uh, and I, I I think that's probably adding some stress onto the whole thing. To be honest. Right. Um, totally. Like it's not like normal working from home um i think that like one good thing about working from home right now would be um i don't have anything else to do right and that wouldn't <laughs> right. be the case normally like i would be like oh maybe i could slip away and get some coffee you know or oh, right. maybe yeah, i could yeah. uh, go run some errands and it's like there are no errands to run there's <laughs> like I, I have nothing to do but sit down in the morning and just start working but i yeah. mean but but so that fills my day and i do feel um, and you know, I mean, there's a little less work and obviously I don't need eight hours and, and everything, but like it, that has me kind of, that has me a little occupied. I actually have a little, um, um, little freelance gig that I'm 
I'm doing at the moment that mm. is also, you know, taking up some time and everything. So like I have things and there's the, yeah. there's the podcast, which is taking up, you know, it ends up taking up a good, you know, there's the recording time and then there's always a couple hours of prep and then I have to edit it. So that takes up a, a good number of hours. And so like, I'm, I'm not going crazy from lack of, of stuff to do. I'm sort of just right now picking myself up from kind of a spiral of just general blueness of just yeah like uh, things just felt like they were getting worse and worse like you turn on the news or you know i i, I euphemistically turn on the news um you know you you look at the news and, and read what's going on and it's it's like holy shit and it just keeps piling on and and i think that was taking some emotional toll and yeah. i think now it's like okay you know as much as this can can feel normal you know it's maybe it's not normal but it's it's my new routine and it's starting to feel like a routine and i i i'm settling into it so i i I don't feel as unsettled i guess actually oh that's good which is really good because i was really starting to feel pretty just like me and yeah i I just have to go do something right and that and that's it like i start feeling all me and i just find something to do at this point so (laughs) I mean, I think that, that there's actually a lot of good advice in just that. It just like when you start to feel really blue, the last thing you want to do is anything. Yeah. But it's a really good idea to just do a thing. Yeah. It Like just occupy yourself. Yeah. Go for a walk. Just move your body. Right. Occupy your brain. Right. Because uh, yeah. settling into the funk, settling yeah. into the sadness, Ooh. settling into the uh, the despair—that's no. definitely the worst option. Yeah. But I mean, to to your question, am I going to come out on the other side of this a better person? Probably not. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like it's an opportunity to just look at some of your little habits, your daily habits, and might maybe change something a little bit. It, it doesn't have to be a big thing, mm. but I will say this. I genuinely think I'm going to be a slightly different person coming out of this than I was going into it. And, uh, and so now it's becoming an, uh, something where I want to sort of have a say in what those changes might mm. be. I don't want to just right. let them happen. I want to sort of, if I can find a way to, uh, add some guidance, some wisdom to, what those changes end up being oh, that's interesting yeah I th- well i think if there's any sort of difference in my life it might be that i i'll be sort of more mindful of like friends and that yeah. kind of th- those relationships i think they'll mean more and they always mean, <laughs> yeah. meant a lot but i, I just think they'll they'll fi- they'll mean more they they mean more right now when i can't see my people right and 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 totally and we're doing like like last night we played um, we played games with some friends of ours. Um, just, we all had the app on our phone and then we mm. had like an iPad, right. That was doing FaceTime. Right. And we were oh, fun because the, the app itself, it's like just one of those where you're playing against your friends, but you're not talking and you know, it, <laughs> it doesn't facilitate that. Right. Right. Um, it's, it's called ticket to ride. It's based on a board game. It is a board game. Like you're playing the board game on your, oh, okay. on your phone. 
and uh, and we just kind of made a little a little night of it playing the game, right? Oh, that's fun. And then talking through through FaceTime, and 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 that that was a lot of fun. And so yeah, like like obviously we're reaching out to these people because they mean so much to us. And I just, if anything, on the other side of it, I just hope that those relationships are that much stronger, right? I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't think anyone should feel bad if they don't, uh, improve themselves over this time. <laughs> no. It's, it's enough just to survive. To get through so it. Yeah. Do that yeah. first <laughs> and, uh, focus on that. But, you know, we all got time on our hands at this point and, uh, you're not going anywhere. So I don't know, explore your new life. See what, see what it's all about. Yeah. I guess that's it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're just, yeah. We're just two dopes who do a podcast. We're just trying to put something out there into the world. Yeah. So if you have thoughts about it, if you have ideas for, uh, for ways to, uh, for, for what you're doing out in the world now that you're not supposed to leave your home, let us know. Uh, send us an email. That's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Click that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in. Also find us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah! do that hey speaking of things uh thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her work on the facebook page thanks to amy and danny uh on the in the members only lounge and a big thanks goes out to the red rock hot club and to gordon johnston for the use of their music and thanks to all of you for tuning in uh we really appreciate you being there uh and uh oh and remember if you want to be on the zoom uh, go to uh, just email send us. us that email yep. with Zoom in the uh, in the subject line. Yep. All right. Take care, guys. Be safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.